0: Hello, people, and welcome to another edition of On Fleek Digital Magazine, the podcast. My name is Susan Van Brackle, and I am your host. It's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, y'all. Do you remember where you were when you first heard hip-hop and what you were wearing? Rap culture blazed onto the scene in the early 70s like a lightning bolt, and 50 years later, the genre influences everything. With Fall Fashion Week about to launch in New York City, let's take a look back on hip-hop's influence on streetwear and fashion. With celebratory plans for the 50th anniversary of hip-hop currently underway at the newly built Universal Hip-Hop Museum in the Bronx, New York Fashion Designers are launching collections with elements reminiscent of rap style on everything from gear to hats, statement jewelry, and accessories. One such brand is Woe Creations, where touches of fun graffiti prints, oversized and over blinged out jewelry, joggers, and chain link belt accessories pay homage to the genre, which continues to be on trend. Going into the season, hip-hop began as an inherently male art form in look, fashion, and sound. According to the website Cassius News, male designers like Virgil Abloh, Kanye West, Dapper Dan, Carl Kanai, FUBU, and of course, Sean P. Diddy Combs. The Sean John Collection set the pace on hip-hop's influence on fashion. As female rap artists and enthusiasts entered the performance arena, designers like Kimora Lee Simmons, Baby Fat, Fetish by Eve, Walker aware by April Walker, and of course, consummate American stylist and fashion designer Misa Hilton for MCM added their female touch to the game. So let's take a deeper dive into the cultural inspiration of hip-hop's roots with woman on fleek, Lady English. Lady English hosts her own radio show entitled The English Connection, which airs on WVIP 93.5 FM. I would like to welcome Lady English to On Fleek Digital Magazine.
1: Welcome. Thank you, On Fleek, for having me. I appreciate it. Thank oh, you. no problem. Everybody knows about the English Connection. Yeah,
2: I hope so. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, we're a popular radio show. Um, the English Connection media was established in 2014, but I actually started on New York Radio in 2008. I used to host um, a gentleman's show, Mr. Keelin Beckford. He is a prominent Jamaican reggae singer. So I used to host his show, The Keelan Supermix. And from there, um, Professor Hugh was um, the engineer. And from there on, we went on to do our own show. I was a journalist from the age of 19, right, in the UK. So I used to write for a reggae magazine. I used to review the records that came out and I used to cover the live events when people used to come in from jamaica and when i moved to america in 95 by then i'd evolved to writing people's press releases i used to do i was a publicist and i used to do artist management so when i came here um it was really to work in music Joe, so my side thing was the writing and the journalism so when i did eventually decide to come out here i, I, I was only going to come for a year You know, but it was to work in music. I was sending my um, resumes out to all the different labels, you know, Puff Daddy and um, Def Jam. I got an internship at um, Raucus Records in Manhattan. So that's how I came.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, when you came here, did you settle into doing journalism since that was your background uh, back in England?
2: Not at all. I mean, like I said, I got an internship. I got, an, I got two internships. The first one was in New Jersey and it was for a, um, a rock artist called Papa. I think his name was Papa Rock, if I remember. So I was the assistant to his manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I used to do, you know, all the administrative tasks and I used to send out his, mail out his records. Eventually got accepted into Raucus Records, which is in Lower Manhattan. And um, that was a hip hop label. It was a lot more exciting, and um, so you know, I left the other one and went to work in the city.
1: What do you think of the the hip hop museum? The hip hop museum is supposed to be somewhere in the the Bronx,
2: right? Right. You know, the history of hip hop. Obviously, I was a teenager when when that genre emerged, but you know, I because I know it's Cool Herc, right? He they they credit him with um, starting hip hop. And, you know, and he's of Jamaican descent and his influences were, you know, the Jamaican style DJing, toasting and hip hop was was birthed out of that, you know. So it's hard for me, you know, about hip hop that it's its own genre, you know, and I always want them to acknowledge the roots of the music, which is
1: Jamaican. Very interesting, very interesting And the fact that, you know, this is a Queens show So, Jamaica <laughs> Queens <laughs> but, that. but, but you know, there's this there's this um, give and go As to where hip-hop began Was it in Queens or was it in the Bronx And, you know, hand to God I was a teenager who lived in both boroughs at the same time and i oh, saw wow. both emerge uh, concurrently i almost can't even give it to one or the other but if i had wow. to give it to one i would say the bronx the boogie down what but uh for the most part it, it was concurrently it was a uh, evolution
2: i was in england obviously i was in london and hip-hop emerged when i was still at school you know but we were intrigued by the music you know, and we, we were already used to, um, you know, talking over the music because of the Jamaican style of toasting, they called it, or DJing. So, you know, we were all intrigued by hip hop. It was great.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: In England, I just used to wear clothes. So a bit more funkier, though, like I would wear mini skirts, but I always wore tights, different types of tights with patterns on, um, very high shoes all the time. And um, my style was just different. So obviously, I would, when I was here, I would get on the train and everybody would be staring. You know, FUBU at the time, Fila, you know, that <laughs> kind of dress. A lot of trainers. I never wore sneakers. Do you know what I'm saying? I always wore shoes, boots. You know, I, so to them, I looked like I either sing or I dance or I act. I looked like somebody. So people always used to stop me. So like I said, it was quite by accident. Um, based on that, I opened a closed door. You know, because the business was doing well. You know, I'm so happy that I've been able to meet people like you. You're a small businesswoman yourself. And I like to align myself with people like you, women like you, because, you know, I'm really happy to surround myself with, um, you know, dedicated, focused, strong women and men, of course, who are just going out there and doing their thing.
1: It's like a perfect end to our segment because, you know, Lady English, you know, you get two snaps up and about your station when they can listen how they can tune in so that they can hear more of the the music the culture and everything else that's coming out of the English connection sure
2: so on Saturday mornings we do um 8 or 10 a.m in the morning at studios at soundchatradio.com most people listen on the app all right so soundchatradio.com all right, Sunday afternoons, we do two till four. We stream on 93.5, um, the English Connection Media.com, Silk Radio, which is in London, 99.1 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida. We have um, Caribbean Pepper Pot Radio, which is in Brooklyn, um, 103.7, um, Island Worldwide, which is an internet radio station, and we're all on a station called Tun It Up. Radio, T-U-N-I-T-U-P Radio, turn it up radio. They're based out of Jamaica. So um, so there's many ways to consume the English connection media. And I do hope to um be able to share um some airtime with some of your listeners, you know what I'm saying? For on fleek. So thank you.
1: Yes, yes, because it is it is quite the show. Lots of energy, (laughs) lots of conversation, lots of great music, and lots of fun. So Please definitely tune
0: into the English Connection and Lady English. People say hip-hop was born in the Boogie Down Bronx when DJ Cool Herc set up a back-to-school jam. Others claim that rap originated in roller skating rinks and house parties in the borough of Queens, New York. As someone who lived in both boroughs and witnessed rap's emergence during that time, I say that the Bronx and Queens can both lay claim to the genre equally before it's spread throughout the world. Hip-hop fashion, much like hip-hop music, is here to stay, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening today, and if you liked what you heard, send us a like, send us a shout-out on facebook.com backslash onfleekdigitalmagazine or... Instagram.